Welcome to the Beyond Mom Podcast, the podcast for moms seeking connection to self while navigating the journey of motherhood. Get inspired with our practical tools, soulful conversations, and honest stories told by other women like you. From entrepreneurship to healthy living to style, Beyond Mom will spark you to live the thriving life you deserve. And now, join our host, Brandy Zinn, as she takes you Beyond Mom. Hi, everybody. This is Randy Zinn. I'm here with you for the On Air with Beyond Mom podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As busy entrepreneurial moms, I know that time is limited, and so I never forget how much of a moment it is to give yourself the chance to listen to a conversation that will inspire you and educate you and give you something special. Today's conversation is particularly meaningful to many of the moms that are doing the juggle out there and trying to make the dynamics of family and work and the relationships that are involved in making that possible. Um, This is a very important conversation, and I I know it's going to make a big impact on all of you listening. Um, We're here with my dear friend, Aileen Mathurin. She is just Seriously, one of the most brilliant, talented women I know and a huge inspiration to me. Uh, I want to say hi to her before I start talking about her. Hi, Aileen. Hi, Randy. Thank you so much for um, having me on your podcast and for this incredible introduction. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're so welcome. So Aileen, just to tell you all a little bit about her, um, she's a a New Jersey, New York-based mom. She's a former nanny agency owner, a child care provider herself, a blogger, an aspiring psychologist, and a writer. She's a serial book author and entrepreneur, and she's taken her expertise as a nanny to the next level by writing a book. Um, It's on my bookshelf. I've read it. It's called A Guide to Developing a Successful Family and Nanny Relationship. Um, It's so, so informative and helpful. She's also the founder of an organization called 200 Backpacks, which gives school supplies to underprivileged kids in the Caribbean. She also, and these are one of the many reasons I adore her, she is one of the most spiritually grounded people I know. She really is a person that continually reflects on life and how she can be a most positive force with her gifts and, um, and the people that she can affect. So I just knew that I needed to have Aileen on, on our podcast today because she's just an incredible resource, mostly for how we can navigate the relationships with our caregivers. And I think what's most inspiring is that Aileen feels so strongly that the relationship between family and caregiver can be a positive one and one that is grounded in understanding and respect. So I just knew that I wanted to have her here to share insight on on how we accomplish that, but also uh, to share insight on how she's created what she's created because she's a beyond mom herself. So Hi again, Aileen. Um, I'm excited to dive in. (laughs) Hi again, Randy. And I want to take a minute to thank all your fabulous, creative, beyond moms out there. I I want to tell you that I recognize your work. Um, So many of you give my community, the nanny community, opportunities to work, to engage um, your children, to love them, to spend time with them. And so on behalf of all nannies, for all of you that have nannies, 
I want to say a special thank you um, to you and to let you know that, yes, we can have incredible re um, relationships and we can have harmony in your home. So thank you. That's wonderful. That's a wonderful message and a perfect way to start. So because a Beyond Mom is inherently this woman that is trying to be a, a very engaged mom, really loves and cares about her kids, but is also honest about the fact that, you know, she can't do it alone and she needs a caregiver that understands um, her gifts, her talents, um, and and can really step into her home with a, a passion and a fervor for a life and children. Um, but how do we how do we begin, Aileen, creating uh, a relationship with our caregiver that is respectful and compassionate in both ways? Uh, that is a really good question, Randy. And it starts first by identifying and knowing truly what is the culture of your home? What are the philosophies that are really important to you as a family unit? And by knowing that, then you can begin to look at nannies that have different skill sets and talents that can match the culture and dynamic of the family. So that is crucially important, identifying what do I want from a caregiver that, again, pairs with what I have happening at my home, that I do not need to compromise. I need to find somebody, again, that is the perfect match. Uh, and that is the first step in developing um, great relationships. That's great. So give us, like, I feel like in so many ways, um, for many, many Beyond Moms out there, myself included, you know, the experience with your caregiver in your home, it's, it's both our first chance to be a manager of our business and our home is kind of like our first mini empire, yes. but it's also so inherently personal because it's your home, it's your child, uh, it's the greatest love of your life that you're handing over into the, the trust of another adult. So how do we begin to tread that delicate territory? What would be kind of like, besides like what you just explained, um, then what? That What are the steps from there to beginning to create that solid relationship? I think even as beyond moms, moms that do so much, is the recognition that somebody else is coming into my home and taking care of and almost invading that world that, um, that I have created, invading my own territory, and being emotionally grounded and secured to know that this person is coming in as a partner. Because I think so many times we forget that, um, you know, that there are emotional aspects of having somebody coming into your home and caring for your child and taking over your little area, your stuff, your, your children and hugging and kissing and your child reciprocating that love. Um, we need to recognize that first. And, uh, and parents need to be um, okay with it, emotionally grounded and sound to say that I am bringing in somebody to care for my child. It is not a, a reflection of my incapabilities, but rather it is in the process of creating um, whatever empire that you're building, whatever you're doing, that person is helping that process. And it is an incredible message also that you're sending to, to children that, that moms need to work, there's stuff that needs to happen, and that you as a mom, as moms, sorry, can trust your, your caregivers to, to provide care for your children. So it's an incredible dynamic because, dynamics because it's really um, 
it's really intimate. It is a, a, a territory that needs to be um, delved into with caution because so many people think that, oh, I just hire someone and to take care of my, my, my child, and that's it. It is a very sensitive issue. It's a very important issue, and it must be handled very delicately and with a lot of sensitivity. But I say also, mom, sensitivity to yourself because, uh, again, you're bringing in somebody to care for your child, uh, and you need to be emotionally sound and secured with that knowledge that that person is only providing care for your child mm. and not taking over your home, by the way. Right. No. And I think if there's, I think one of the things that I've learned is that there has to be, truly, there has to be mutual respect. Um, and, and I think that comes through communication um, and figuring out how one another communicates. Um, oftentimes, and I know you talk a lot about this in your book, Aileen, but oftentimes you're dealing with different cultures, even you're dealing with a family of one culture, or like in my case, two cultures, and then you have a a caregiver come in who's of another background. And and it's how do you find the right tools to efficiently communicate as a household? Well, that is, again, that's a great point, um, Randy, because there are so many layers of complexities. I was just speaking with Cornell University that's actually developing a training program for nannies. And one of the areas that they're looking at is understanding how culture influences the care of children. And as moms, if you're going to bring in especially somebody from a different background, a different culture, it is important to get to understand that too. And I know you are very busy moms. There are lots of things happening, kids to juggle, you know, business to take care of. But it starts, like you said, Randy, in communications, um, communication, sorry. Um, for example, um, I'm from the Southern Caribbean, and I often say to, to moms that children are put to sleep very young. Um, infants are put to sleep on their tummies um, in the Caribbean. And so there you'd have a nanny coming into your home, and you would be totally shocked that the nanny is not aware that SIDS is actually a real, um, you know, something that happens and something that she should take, pay attention to. But that is the clash of culture. Um, and so it is important to get to understand the different layers of complexities. I have moms, for instance, Randy, that will tell me that my nanny seemed to be very rude. She would never look me in the eyes before having a conversation. And again, culture plays a big role in this because Again, in the culture where I'm from, it's rude to actually look at somebody and stare them in their face uh, while they're, you know, speaking with you. So just very important things that, you know, that might not go very well with a family. It might just be very, that you can, you can dissect it if you spend time speaking with that individual because the intention might be true but we have layers of complexities. We have culture at play um, that needs to be um, visited. We need to find out more about, you know, uh, about the, the women that we take into our home. Yeah. These are great tools um, and great food for thought. And I definitely want to lead uh, our listeners not only to your website, um, My Nanny Circle, but also to your book because, I mean, Aileen, you do such a good job of literally going through every single moment and concern and thing that arises in the midst of the family nanny relationship. And you really go head to head with how can we think these things through? How can we solve issues? When to know to invest more time into something? When to know 
when to move on. So I think that that's really powerful. The other thing that I want to give you a moment to talk about is that I I also believe there is a very big a part of you that is an advocate, obviously, for the nanny community in terms of uh, what the nanny community should rightfully be uh, compensated for and how they should be respected and treated. And I just want to give you a moment to share that because I think many of us um, as the, the moms and the, the listeners of, of the family need to understand that we do have to compensate fairly for the people that are holding down the fort when we're out there running our businesses. And, and I love the fact that you use the word advocate, um, uh, Randy. And the reason why I'm a big advocate for nannies, because I know a happy nanny trickles back to happy children. And for me, that is fundamentally important. Um, and that's where there's a, a, a greater extension to my advocacy work. It's also on behalf of children. You see, my own life story is a testament of how important it is to nurture children at, at a very young age. I was raised pretty much as an orphan without parents, and so I have a great sensitivity to the needs of children to ensure that they see the best side of humanity. And who could be the first people, the first teachers, apart from their parents, to show them the best side of humanity but their nannies? And so that's why I do a lot of work in the nanny community to help them understand the, the, the important role they play in the lives of children. I often say to them they help American families by allowing women like the women in, in, that's listening to your podcast to be able to, to you know, expand and grow their businesses while they provide care. So you know, indirectly and, and directly, by the way, they help um, the American society grow. They help women and see the best of who they could be. And so that is the reason why I do a lot of work in the nanny community. But most importantly, the work that I do is to help dispel some of the stereotypes that exist about these women. And I equate it similarly to, similar, it's a similar situation, sorry, to what we see the police um, um, officers, the police um, profession, the people that do such great work, when one person deviate from, deviates from the norm, we notice how quick everybody is to just judge the entire police population. And so the same is true with nannies. We find gross deviation happening in, in the nanny community oftentimes. But that does not mean that it is a, a reflection of the entire nanny population. And so that's why I go in and do a lot of work with nannies to tell them how important it is for them to ensure that, first of all, that the, the, that the rights of children are never violated, that they honor the families that they work with. But most importantly, moms, that you too also honor that, 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 that responsibility in ensuring that nannies are responsible I've often said that your house is the first performing stage. It's a big stage, and, and your children will learn, and they will learn first by the way you treat others, the way you treat your nannies. And so if we're going to perform, let's perform at our best. Let's ensure that we, we, we never violate the rights of another woman. Um, let's, uh, let's understand that a happy nanny, again, trickles down to happy children. And we want a lot of happy children around. So that's why it's fundamentally important that the relationship is a very fruitful relationship. 
I love that, Aileen. That's so inspiring. I'm so it's so something that I think we can all relate to that, you know, I know that my husband and I, we really view our home as like the the team. It's the team that allows us to do what we do. And we always want to empower the people that give us their time and energy in our home to know that they're part of what we're trying to do. So it's not possible without them. And and yeah, we're all in it together. So it's it's a great message. So we can come back to some of your more specific suggestions for Beyond Moms and their caregivers. But the other, the other reason I want to turn this conversation on its head a little bit is because you yourself, um, Aileen, are, are also a, an entrepreneur and a creative and a beyond mom yourself. Um, you have an awesome teenage son. And, and you've created in the past few years a very interesting platform. Um, like I said, it's called My Nanny Circle. It's a website. It's, it's actually very similar to my platform because you have website, you have events, you have a podcasting, you write books. These are all the things I do too. Um, and I think it would be really cool for our listeners to hear about how, um, I know it's been an evolution for you, um, but how you have created this platform and how you've kind of let both your heart, but also your, your business mind really start to shape what you're doing. First of all, Anne Randy, I want to say that I was inspired by women like you. I watch you do what you do with such grace and perfection, and and I was very inspired and still very much inspired today. Um, I built an organization very organically, uh, and I must tell you that I made a lot of mistakes, um, mistakes that I'm very happy about now because I had opportunities to learn. Uh, and, and we need to embrace those opportunities where we can learn, where we can look back and say that, oh, I have evolved. Uh, I have grown uh, as an entrepreneur, as, as a mother, uh, as a woman. And so I embrace those mistakes that I've made. Um, I spent 13 years, 13 of the best years of my life caring from children, um, for children in their homes. And again, that was one of, that's my first love. Um, while I was doing that, I knew that there was a call, an innate call in me to do more. Uh, I would visit playrooms and the conversations that I would hear. Uh, I needed a platform where we could have conversations, similar conversations, but in non-threatening ways where we could be respectful of moms, where we could be respectful of dads so that the children that we cared for, um, you know, again, there would be harmony in their homes. And, and so that's why I created My Nanny Circle. And it is a blog where we're having thought-provoking dialogue. And I often say in the absence of judgment, because I may not do the same thing that you do, but most times our intentions are the same. I think most nannies want to do well. I would um, say that most families want to do well by, by their nannies. And sometimes the lack of knowledge, the lack of understanding culture, the lack of understanding all those layers of complexities often veils that ability or prevents us from doing well. And so I think the intention is there. And that's why I created a platform and, and I'm urging your Beyond Moms to actually visit My Nanny Circle. There is also a platform for you because I know some of you have nannies and you may have questions and we are eager to answer those questions again in a, a non-threatening, non-judgmental way that is 
what I advocate on my, on my website with my nanny community, and we are eager to answer a lot of the questions that you have about nanny family relationships. That's great. Eileen, also tell us about, um, I mean, you have such an amazing community of caregivers, and I know that there is a component of what you do um, where you would match families with caregivers. So tell us how that works and how someone might be able to utilize that service from you. Thank you. Um, I all, Again, I think that every nanny, every family, every child deserves a nanny that um, is engaging, a nanny that thinks beyond custodial duties and understands child care, sorry, from a, a, a broad perspective, um, brain development, um, gross motor, fine motor skills. These are fundamental aspects of providing nanny care. And so um, for me, that was very important. And so what I do now um, for families is that I, become, I am now a, a nanny coach and there are families, for example, that have never hired a nanny before. They do, you know, they, they themselves never had a nanny as young children, uh, and sometimes it's very confusing as to what do I look for, who makes the best nanny, where do I find them, how do I ensure that they're well vetted, how do I find their references, and sometimes, again, while working, while building, you know, while you know, living that could become very daunting. So I help families match, um, you know, get the best nannies for their children. And I first do that on the premise that I understand fully the philosophy and the structure of the family to help find the best complement for that family. Um, another aspect of my, of my business is that I know sometimes that there are um, families that have nannies and They've been with them for quite some time, and there might be some bit of issues, and sometimes it's because of lack of communication. And so a, a parent can call me and, and, and find out how best do I navigate this situation with my nanny. She comes in, and she's very grumpy, but I know she loves my children, and my children love her in return. And so I do not want to let her go, but I want to bring back that energy in my home, that energy that I have created, that I need in order for me to, to go on and be that extra, you know, that, that, that fabulous beyond mom that I, uh, that I am. I need my home back. How can I resolve those simple conflicts? And I am able to provide you with that type of service. That's amazing. And so useful. So, so useful. Um, so, you know, I, I, it's like I could just listen to you talk all day, Aileen. I love your perspective. <laughs> so I'm like, so tell me more about everything. Um, <laughs> you know, one of the things that I want to ask you, and I think I resonate with this too, because one of my big conflicts in life is that when you're the kind of person that is good at a lot of things and loves many things, it can be very hard to encapsulate, you know, all your talents and, and feel like they all have kind of a stage in your life. And I think you're one of those people too, because I know that you're, you're gifted at helping people. You're gifted with children. You're a writer, and so I, I love to ask the question of like, you know, how have you found a space and a stage for sharing all of these parts with yourself? It, it seems like what you're doing now, you know, you finally have found that, just as I feel that I have with my yeah. platform. So talk a little bit about what what it means to get to that place. Uh, I call it my happy place, and that happy place means spending time with me. I often say that I am no good to anybody else, not even my 14-year-old teenager, if I am not 
whole within, if I'm not at peace with myself. And, and how do I find that? I find that in nature. So every morning I go out for two hours. As you know, Randy, I'm deeply spiritual. I believe in a divinity. And so I spend time with that which I believe in. And every day I, um, it's a reawakening for me every day. I do not look at my days um, as a, a continuation, but I look at every day as a fresh opportunity to scribble the desires of my heart. And I am trying as hard as possible um, to remain grounded, knowing that although I can do many things, that I have a humble heart, a heart that looks not only for myself, but also for others. And as I do that, I notice that the universe begins to dispense. It gives me opportunities to create, opportunities to put things into perspective. Um, I once read a book, Stephen Covey, the first, the the, the habits, um, the, the seven habits, sorry, of the effective people, and he said one of the habits that we need to have is putting first things first. And so, in my process of creating, I I reflect, I listen to my inner spirit, and I put the first things in my life first. And then I'm able to proceed. I, of course, proceed with a lot of caution. But I proceed knowing that I am guided and guarded. And because of that, I have, you know, unlimited energy to go out to create. That's amazing. So, Aileen, there's so many reasons why our listeners might want to connect with you, whether it's to, you know, come to your website or follow you on social media or listen to your podcast or get in touch with you for some of your services, um, whether it's um, helping to rectify an already existing relationship with a caregiver or whether it's to seek for one. So tell us before we say goodbye for the moment, how our listeners can follow you and find you. Um, Sure. My website is mynannycircle.com. I can be reached at Aline, and that's A-L-E-N-E, at MyNannyCircle.com. But before I go, uh, one of the things that I am doing for the nanny community is last year we started the annual holiday ball. And that was so important because for the first time, first time, sorry, nannies began to recognize that, wow, I am part of a big profession, a real profession. And with that comes responsibility, responsibility to care for the children that, you know, that that the parents give, allow me to care for. Uh, And so we're putting up, sorry, this year is our second ball called the Masquerade. And it's on the unveiling. And the unveiling really is a time for nannies to to, to come together uh, and to have fun and to celebrate the work that they do. And so you can get more information about that on my website. Perhaps you can send your nanny to our ball and to say thank you for, for, for providing the service that you provide. So um, I wanted to share that with you. Um, it's the nanny's holiday ball. And my telephone number, I'm sure, nanny, um, Randy, you will be posting online, is 862-202-0765. Five, and I can be again contacted if you have any nanny issues. Um, you can reach me at the um, the number that I just called out. That's great, Aileen. You are a light that shines. 
Completely. And I'm excited for everyone to follow you and definitely purchase one of her books. It really should be on your shelf. If you're a busy mom navigating um, a life with a caregiver, it's just hugely, hugely helpful. So um, Aileen, thank you so much. Uh, and me, I want to take the opportunity to say thank you. Thank you for inspiring me. I know you've inspired so many moms all over. Um, continue doing what you do, and you do it with such grace and dignity. Continue to do that. And thank you for giving me an opportunity to speak about you know, the nanny profession, the platform, and the work that I um, have been able to do and the work that I continue to do. So thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and to all of you listening today uh, to On Air with Beyond Mom, thank you for listening. As I said before, your time is so precious, and I'm so glad that you spent it here. And I hope that our conversation today continues to not only inspire you, but invigorate you. Um, it's all about continuing to feel that energy pushing you forward as you continue to be a mom and build your own little empire. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thanks again. <laughs>